0: Hey everybody, it's your Dutch friend Jan here, and you're listening to episode number 87 of the Langpreneur podcast. Today, another Q&A episode, and we're going to talk about how you can prevent others from stealing your courses. Something that we're all afraid of, right, as a content creator. What if people start stealing our courses? How can we prevent that? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today with Oli.
1: Oli, the stage is for you. Thanks, Ian. So how can you stop people stealing your stuff? Yeah, I mean, this is a question that every content creator worries about. But um, the headline here for me is that people worry about this a little bit too much. And so I'm going to try and explain why I think that's the case and how to put your mind at rest, hopefully. So uh, let me tell you how this is manifested for me. So I, I write a lot of books, right? And the thing about books is they get ripped off left, right and center PDFs, like MP3s you name it. So uh, for all of my books, um, for example, my short story books, if you go to Google and um, type in um, Ollie Richard's short stories, then you know how Google kind of auto populates the search field? Uh, Well, what it will show up is Ollie Richard's short stories, free PDF download. And so for all my books, that's what happens. And I think the search term Ollie Richards is often accompanied by PDF and download and free and 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 stuff like that and um and so that's just kind of a a reality of of the of the space for courses it's a bit more difficult because let's say you make a video course someone would have to kind of go in and download all your videos all the text and then kind of bundle it up together and share it on file sites and people do that and you can go to, to kind of torrent sites and you'll find people's people's courses out there and then the bigger that you get the more likely that is but I think the best way to look at it is as follows whenever anyone does that it's a form of publicity for you right so if people are sharing around your pdfs or your courses think of it as a form of publicity people are liking your stuff enough to want to to share it and then they are um, then you know, and every time they share it, then other people see it, and so it's really spreading the word that you actually have a quality thing out there that is worth um, w- worth sharing now the obvious objection is well yeah that's, that it may well be free publicity but but people are ripping it off that means they're not giving they 're not paying me they 're getting it for free instead well the, the dynamics of any of any business but but particularly an online business are are like this you have a a pie, and the pie is your complete follower base, right? These are people that subscribe to your YouTube channel, people who read your blog, people who follow your podcast or whatever. And then a, sort of, a sustainable business from that pie is kind of made up of, say, 2 to 3% of people who actually end up buying something. And that's the reality of an online business. Like 95-plus 90, 90 percent of people will never buy anything from you ever. But that's fine. You don't need 95%. In fact, you don't even need 5%. Um, I don't know what the exact number is for my business, but it's definitely less than 5% of people who, who find me ever, ever buy anything. And so if you think about the, the kind of person who buys anything from you in the first place, see, a lot of people just don't like paying for stuff on the internet. They don't see the value of it. And um, I'll be honest, I don't actually, <laughs> I don't particularly like paying for stuff on the internet. I do because I've kind of learned to see the value, but I'm, I'm actually quite. Hesitant to buy things on the internet a lot of the time. A lot of people are. And again, that's fine because there are plenty of people who aren't. So then working that through, your business, the people who buy courses and books from you, is made up of the 2 to 3% of people who happen to be open and like buying stuff on the internet. And that excludes most people. So if, someone's go- if someone goes online and searches for a PDF of your book or a free download of your course i would say they are not going to buy anything from you ever anyway right so even if they even if they can't find it they are not then going to go and pay what a hundred dollars two hundred three hundred whatever dollars to buy your course because they're not that kind of person they um, they're looking for something free and there are different types of people in this world there are the freebie freebie hunters and then there are people who see value want to support you and are prepared to pay for that and that you that bridge doesn't really cross i mean it might from time to time um but what's more likely i think is that if say someone gets your stuff for free and they really like it then they then you what you've got there is the opportunity to actually convert that person into a into a customer later so i can't say this for sure but i imagine that someone might get a pdf of my books online and then like it so much that they then actually want to buy the physical book. And that's definitely happened. I've definitely done that before. People have given me PDFs of stuff. Um, one particular example I can think of, um, a, a newsletter that I follow. Someone gave me some, some PDFs Ill- illegally a few years ago of um, um, that paid newsletter and I read them. I really liked it. I ended up subscribing and giving the guy thousands of dollars over a few years because I really got value from 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 the product. And I ended up actually taking it more seriously and consuming it more because I paid for it. So that's why this can work. You know, most people are not going to buy from you. The people who are looking for free stuff are are not going to uh, are not, not going to pay you anyway. And so what you've got here by by having your stuff out there pirated although it it always sucks to see that is actually a kind of good form of publicity if your stuff's good then it will do the it will have the effect of making people like you and respect you even more and which will only help your business now i think there are a few caveats to this the first one is if it, if some if it's happening very egregiously like um so for example i i have a friend who whose entire business so this this, this guy um this friend has a, a, a quite a big language business but they've never had an app. And he discovered that someone in Russia uh, had downloaded his entire content and then created an app and uploaded it into the app store and is now selling it under his same brand, um, but obviously taking all the money himself. That is kind of an egregious... It is horrible for that to happen. And the, the difference with something like that is that, see, there, people were actually finding his product in the app store and thinking that it was the original thing and buying it um and of course it was substandard because it was ripped off and um and 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 the, and the and the hacker was uh was taking all the money anyway. So in a case like that you then you definitely need to take action and the thing to do the only thing you can do there really is to go to the the host of the um of the platform who's doing it. So in that case you go to Apple and or or if people are are just like willfully sharing your stuff on 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 a file hosting site, you can go to Google and send them a takedown notice. I think it's a DMC request or something like that. You can actually submit these requests to have Google delist the stuff that's being that's being shared. I normally just don't bother with this because I I, I, I just don't, I just don't think it's a battle worth fighting. But then I haven't, you know, it's not like someone has set up a website called freeollyrichardsbooks.com and is um and is <laughs> and is trying to, you know, actually. You know, as long as it's clandestine, I then I don't really care. Um, but if the day comes along where someone is actually, you know, setting themselves up as a kind of business to profit from my stuff, then I would have to really take it seriously. Um, but other than that, I, yeah, I just, I just really don't think it's, um, it, it is, it is worth it. But yeah, if you do ever come across examples of this, then the the things to do, the specific things you can do are number one, contact the the website who's hosting the stuff, because often. They have a very clear policy, which is like, if you see a copyright breach, contact us and we'll take it down. So you can do that, um, or if it's being listed in Google, you can contact Google and submit a takedown request. If you find that this is happening a lot and you really want to take action, then there are actually services out there who who trawl the internet and file takedown notices all day long. So they will actually search on your behalf, search for stuff on your behalf, and then file takedown notices. For you, so you don't have to do it yourself. Obviously, there's a fee that comes with that. You you may you may decide that that's worth it for you, um, de- depending on your business and, and the nature of the uh, of the offence. Um, but yeah, I hope that helps to, to give you some to give you uh, some some context. I certainly think if you're a growing business, then this can only help you because you're just going to get your stuff shared and spread more widely
0: all right thanks for listening to this episode and if you like this episode then please give this podcast a positive review in the app wherever whatever app that you're using that's going to help us grow the podcast and do more awesome things for you on the show if you want to listen to other episodes resources and um, you know maybe join one of our future events then go to Uh we also do help some of the biggest names in our industry to scale their six and seven figure businesses. So if you want us to help you out with that, then just uh, go to the website or just send me a DM on Instagram at the Langpreneur. Look forward to hearing from you and see you on the next episode.